How good is this? Buongiorno tutti quanti, come va? Noi siamo Doug Mills, mm. il gruppo di Australia. Um, Ni Let, me... Let me translate for me. everyone. That was... Blazing, always blazing. <laughs> oh, man. Man, with that if... intro... Anyway... Am I loud enough? Thanks uh, for listening question. to us. Amy um, and Emmy, how are we? Jess? You, you're Sean. listening to the Thugs, Thug Mills podcast. <laughs> how good is this? No, um, we fucking hope they are listening. Yeah. Someone better be. Um, <laughs> you, you had oh, that, that boys are back in town thing. When I saw Oasis in 1997, yeah. that's what they walked out. Do you know Ash uh, covered that it. song as well in the 2000s? <laughs> Save it for your Ash patch. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, our dog, how are we? Real good, man. Really, really good. I've had a great January. Anyone who's following our Instagram knows I've I'm been busy with activities, going to tennis and Big Bash, Book of Mormon, Big Bash with the Stavros went a few times. We had some squid chips there. Well, we didn't. I I <laughs> did not partake partake in this, but yeah. And welcome back squid, from Italy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we'll get to that in the drummer's no corner, worries. and we'll hear everything. S dog. I've been doing nothing. <laughs> hey, I met Paul Kelly whilst you were away. I bought two pedals. Congratulations. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Is there a week where you don't buy two pedals? Uh, no, but I've got the next one planned. I reckon you're going to be on like My Sick Addiction soon, or like Hoarders, <laughs> Hoarders Incorporated. <laughs> you said My Sick my, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like My Dick Addiction. How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. But um, you've been kind of on tour. You were with, on, with yeah. Adelaide on A Day on the Green. No, no, I did that before. Oh, was that before you went away? Yeah, that was before. Yeah, I went to Woodford Folk Festival. I was telling Dante it was pretty, like, it's a very volunteer-heavy festival, which is great, but at the same time, it kind of means that everyone working there doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And so there were stupid rules, like there were no laminates, but there were kind of these indiscriminate wristbands, and then the security guards had lists of names that were allowed to go into areas of stages, and I kept getting told off for being in spots that I wasn't meant to, and then I drank... There's no Sergeant Stavros on <laughs> this list. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I met Paul Kelly, um, Charlie Owen remembered who I was, and then I got to see... Through like a TV backstage, Bob Hawk singing "Walting Matilda." Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, and then they had a big opening ceremony, and then fucking got to work side of stage whilst about five thousand people or something watched did, the gig that I was working. Was did Xavier awesome. Rudd um, walk by <laughs> with a bird in his hair? <laughs> um, he allegedly has a bird in, living in his hair, <laughs> or has at times. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, whilst I was at Woodford, a bird shat on me. Maybe a rod's bird. And, and <laughs> something happened that has never happened before in my life. I don't think I've told this story to Amy in particular, who's going to find <laughs> it funny. But um, I was looking for a new hat, which is a problem, as I think we've discussed. I've got a big head. <laughs> anyway, I went up to this stall and I'm like, where are your big hats? I've got a really big head. And the lady's like, pretty sure I've got a hat that's going to be too big for you and I'm like well it would be literally a first in 34 years because even when I was like 10 I couldn't get a cricket helmet that was big enough they just sew two helmets together uh, they had a hat that was like I'm like it's too big <laughs> first time it's just a barrel <laughs> that cut in half it, it looked so dumb it was like a cartoon hat <laughs> anyway it's so a big big news in, in S-Dog's world mm. um, Dante yes. you, you seen any live music in Italy no yeah, good. Did you do anything? <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a bit of a trip. Uh, um, went to Copenhagen, then Berlin, and then down through Italy. 
with um, my girlfriend and some friends, um, which is lovely. And then they all went away and did their own things. Our friends went back to Myanmar and Jess um, is now doing some research. And I went on a school trip basically with uh, 17 boys. And that was uh, interesting. <laughs> I <laughs> leave that one right there. No more questions. Oh, it's on right. your mind. Let's, um, yeah. Yeah, let's kick it off with Yes, We All Agree. Okay. Yes, we all agree. Uh, so I, I have a thing which I have a feeling that you might have actually spoken about on Screwins. I don't know. Um, but it's pretty banal and I reckon it's a Will Anderson joke or something. But... Um, Men and women are different. You're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you spoken about how poorly Australians travel? I've talked about how poorly Australians drink, but think they can drink. Every culture thinks they can drink. Yeah. Like, oh, mate, you think you can drink. Wait, do you see the Japanese drink or yeah. the Irish drink? Um, I don't know. I, I, I have a theory that something happens on an airplane to everyone's minds. Mm. It's like, I need a bum bag. Why? Yeah. I yeah. just I need three kinds of sunscreen. No, you don't. Yeah. You're the same person you were nine hours ago before you got on this Cathay Pacific flight. Exactly right. So that's that was that's what I noticed on well, I, I noticed it every time, but it's you know, it's you just get on that flight from somewhere in, in Asia back to Australia and the flight is pretty much all Australians and it is the biggest mess you you know, you ever see. It's the loosest clothes clothes uh, it's thongs and from people who have just been in zero degree weather putting on thongs it's those stupid things that go around your neck to allegedly help you sleep better i don't know how well you remember this because i think you put your um fucking noise proof headphones on halfway through it but when we're in that departure lounge in KL on the way back home and there was this ongoing discussion between the couple opposite it's about who packed the t-shirt long sleeve t-shirt or not oh yeah i remember that that guy was weird and that dude hated his wife's friend. Oh, it was yeah. obvious, yeah. Yeah, there's right. couples with kids traveling and it's like, oh, I thought you packed the thing in the bank. Well, I put it in the bank, but I can't find it. Yeah. yeah. It's the biggest... Australians are the worst travelers. It's like, it's it's freaking six hours or eight hours or whatever it is, or 13. You're going to be fine. Like, But they end up being a freaking disgusting mess. Like, You, you look at them and you go, how are you... You're just a walking bag of rubble right but now. But mostly your point is that you... Like, thankfully, you only encounter this in the departure lounge on the way home. Yeah, the lounge and the flight that you're yeah. stuck on for 13 hours. In yeah, the same well, that's cabin. the... Yeah. Thank, that's why it's so brutal because you've been away from it for so long. Exactly. And then there's invariably you get a Kentucky tour... Yep. Or fucking families. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually don't agree because I think you're more in tune with your own, own culture's things. So you know the... the You can pick okay, up I, on the intonations in their I, voice. I, I but if they're that. from a different country, you're like, No, yeah. but if I'm, I'm just looking at... Like, if you're visually looking at an Australian after a 14-hour flight or, or pretty much any other person, they look intact. Like... Uh, like this is like the anti-white Australia <laughs> policy. <laughs> no Australians are United allowed to come d- back into divided Australia. Front, yeah. Divided patriots front. <laughs> um, yeah, that is a freaking slovenly mess. Like just a wreck. Like like they've been rolled down a hill, slapped around a bit, oh. been. Like they just look a freaking mess, and, you, and other people well dressed. Like they don't have. Like thing is, Australians, you don't have to wear a singlet and thongs everywhere you go. Like it's okay to wear shoes. It's okay to wear a shirt. Like it's fine, and you will not look like a freaking disgusting mess. Yeah. Like it's fine. You can do that, Australia. When I flew back from Bali, uh, like that is, it's 
only Australians on that flight, and you would think they'd never heard of Slip Slop Slap. The reddest people you've yeah, ever met. Exactly. They look mess, like the sands mess. of the Northern Territory, yeah. and they are just wearing, yeah, very little. Very yeah. little. There's no RSL they'd get led into in what any of their clothes. So, give me a sentence so I can agree or disagree. Uh, Australians, when they travel, slobs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know if I agree. But no, okay, I mean, na- this is a massive generalisation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, but, but no, but, but look, I agree name- to the bit that about the departure lounge. If you get a bit more specific, yeah. that you okay. notice it, and it's definitely you always notice these people. Yeah. Look, and I've taken flights throughout Europe, right? So like flights between you know countries there, and everyone totally. Fine. I know they're shorter flights, but I think regardless, even if you go from freaking Melbourne to Sydney, the Australians are a mess by the end. Like they're walking into doors, they don't know how to close the toilet door. There's toilet paper sticking um, out of their asses like slobs. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm not in this at all. I can't. I can't play the jingle. I'm sorry. We don't all agree, and that's the very nameless. <laughs> this thing. is a rare occasion when you guys don't agree with me because every single week I'm on it. But can I ask you guys a question? Be honest. Are you getting as you get older hard, <laughs> worse at flying? Like I'm. I'm getting better. Well, you guys told me I'm like earplugs, noise cancelling headphones. Sometimes a bit of turbulence. Turbulence. No, no, I start I love to get it. weird now. No, I I love turbulence. And, um, on flights, it's something that break up the freaking flight. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I, I I used to be like used to have to catch two flights every weekend. Was fine with it. No, three, mm. two or three flights, was okay with it. And then did that for like a year, fine. And then the less I fly, the more I get weirded well, out by. Maybe it. that's you because you couldn't drive after China, right? Remember, like you had six months where you couldn't drive after living in China for so I, long. I, yeah, I mean, I legally, wa- I was driving, had my license, yeah, but, but I couldn't. Yeah, it fucked me up. Yeah. yeah, well, I was the opposite. It made me even more confident driving after witnessing the the, the roads in China. I still so reckon maybe. I can fly a plane, by the way. <laughs> I've got that. Stav, what do you got? I got, I got nothing. Can we all agree that I should have prepared better and thought about this beforehand? What? I reckon it's our... I actually I did think about it and I was going to do a Dante and just say a fact as opposed to a yes, we all agree. I was going to use the I've bought two pedals. So I did. Okay, I'll use it. Hey, guys. <laughs> yes, we all agree I bought two pedals. I need your receipts. I bought the Wazacraft <laughs> ZE2W. Huh? The boss. It's great. What? What is your criteria that when you're looking for pedals? Um, it goes... Boop, 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 boop. Just get a synth. Feedback. Just I've got one. Can you isolate there. that... That, those sounds for, uh, for and, the use um, later. Yes, I can. And I got the Electro Harmonics um, Mel 9 Mellotron Simulator. Yes, we <laughs> What happened to you, Reese? Um, many things. All right. My, yes, we all agree. I think tennis is a much better sport to play than to watch on the TV. And it's one of the fewer sports that is more fun to play. Than watch on TV. I just think the commentator should shut the fuck up, and then it would be better. They they really speak. And, and the grunting, I can't take the grunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my beef with it is that if you're a professional player and you're you're worth you know twelve million, and you're missing every first serve, it's straight into the net or a fault. It's rubbish. Like you should be getting it straight in. You this is all you do. Yeah, but how much club tennis have you watched? How bad do you know it gets? I, I play now every oh, every week with okay. my friend Mangan, and uh, he he and I are probably as good as them. Nadal, 
We're not as strong, but we're strike rate as accurate. First serve always off, second serve in. I used to argue with this guy on the internet because <laughs> <laughs> he used the to end. say that he could solo as good as Billy Corgan. I knew it the puppets for him. I <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I used to say, no, you can't. And he's like, yes, I can. <laughs> and I'd say, no, you can't. That's every argument and on the internet. The same oh. guy used to say that on recordings he could tell the difference between like gauge 9 and gauge 10 strings. And I said, no, you can't. <laughs> I, I have a pumpkins question for you when we get oh, to the pumpkins oh, patch. Good. Um, I got lots. For I'm going to disagree with you only because you disagree with my one. <laughs> <That's>, all right. <laughs> because do I we, don't give two shits about tennis. So do we? Uh, you guys are real sports snobs, all right? I invited you to Carlton yeah. game. You said I'd <laughs> fucking rather die. Uh, yeah. You'd rather I'll, I'll rip go your to, own head off. I'll, I'd rather rip my own. You you sat under a football game and you yelled at the TV in the, an old man pub, but you love cricket. Yeah. And Formula yeah. One. Yeah, we're not allowed to... I mean, we're allowed to like different sports. No, but you... you it's not snobbing. You it's hate just being, certain sports. Yeah. Lo- but there's I no hate, middle ground. Yeah, yeah. I don't... Yeah, I, I, I would say I don't like sports in general, but there's some that I will tolerate. Like, yeah. I, I won't go out of my way to watch the majority of sports. But, like, I watch F1 because it's a fun thing to do with friends. And, like, uh, I, I've watched footy before, like, with friends and cricket. Like, actually, I might even put the cricket on. I, but I don't care. I had all, a long you know. discussion at the pub the other week with a guy. <laughs> about um, pumpkins. With a guy about Bathurst. <laughs> I, just... I was there with Emmy. Did I say that already? And this guy got back. I went to the loo and I got back to the table and she's and just talking to this person. And we started talking about Bathurst. And then... um. I made a joke about them being Volvo fans and they were all like, Rrr! and then I had to like get my keys out of my bag to prove that I was a Commodore driver and that I was a real man. <laughs> and they're like, oh, is that a, um, is that a uh, VY series too? And I was like, wrong VZ. <laughs> so wait, you didn't agree with me. I'm, yeah. I didn't agree no, I'm not agreeing with you. And you didn't prepare anything. So what about this as a whole band? Can yeah. we agree that... This was the the worst start to a year mm. that we could have had for podcasting. 2017 nah. was meant to be our year, and this is how we started. It's, we started with fighting. It's quality, not quantity. We don't all have to agree. It's the quality of the... the I mean, segment, Steve's was pretty lax. The segment <laughs> is, yes, we all agree, and yeah, the, the objective but, is to bring a sense that we all... A statement that we can all agree with. Yeah, but... I, I see this segment as like a democratic kind of vote. If We, we all have to agree either... Like, on a different note, I was watching the most recent Beatles documentary and they had a very, very strict policy in, in the, between the four guys is that if any one person didn't like something, like to do a thing, they would just, none of them would do it. Even if the three absolutely wanted to do it, and one person didn't like it, they didn't do it. Like complete proper way to do it, to do it correctly. And that's what I think this segment is. We all have to we fully agree. We would get nothing done. We... I know, but we don't have management. I mean, yeah. Well, technically we do. Technically we do. Oh my gosh! Well, uh, that smells great, Steve. We should swap at some point. <laughs> I'm talking about his Peter's. Hey, Stavros, <laughs> give us some Star Wars updates. He he saw it twice on the holidays. Yeah. Oh, I, I haven't even seen it. I I didn't really like it very uh, much. Good. You're the only person I know who didn't like it. And uh, I haven't no, seen it. I can't. I've I've watched reviews of decent people <sighs> who I actually like, um, and they did make a strong argument uh, as to were, why it isn't great. There were bits there where I was just like, come on, like. Fucking uh, and I don't know if you guys have watched South Park season twenty. Have you? Yes, no. I have. With I have the not. member berries. Yes. So all the way through this Rogue One movie, I just had those member berries going. Mimbi, <laughs> you mimbi, you mimbi, see I mimbi. 
like it's the whole fucking movie and like all the characters suck there's like yep. you get it's like one of those movies you get to the end and it's like that the main female character is just like completely illogical that it's like they bait her with her dad and then she doesn't really care and that main like kind of hand solo-esque guy just just kind of like hand solo-esque without a point and then there was like that blind guy that was essentially a human form of Jar Jar Binks <laughs> <laughs> and that ultra repetitive I'm one with the force the force is with and it's like fucking Jar Jar Binks again it but reminded were, me of the fandom were there AT-ATs was R2-D2 in it mm-hmm. were there stormtroopers they're the important yeah. questions yeah but again it's like, like I'm in big don't you just want to see these things. That's no, that's, that's, I'm being, being sarcastic. Oh, so oh, I don't know right. much. So the yeah, few, I, don't, I don't give... Uh, yeah. My Slipknot Love story. was such a... I live with a Catholic now. I don't get sarcasm anymore. <laughs> uh, my Slipknot Love was such a black hole that like so many major things skip me by. I'm not a Star Wars kid uh, at all. I don't care at all. Lord of the Rings do not care at all. Uh, so I don't understand Star Wars, when, especially when you watch that documentary like People versus George Lucas. That no, guy yeah. shat on everything ever. And such a love-hate relationship you know with him. I did watch in the holidays. I downloaded the 21 gigabyte D specialized edition oh, of Return of the Jedi. Isn't it good, Fucking amazing. Because yeah. Carrie Fisher passed away and I was like, I really feel like watching good yeah. version of Return of the Jedi because that's this probably the, my favorite one. Yeah. I'd say one, one of the best films ever made. It's it's fucking rules. That first bit up until the Sarlacc, like, yep. it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Before they put... We'll make you like yeah. it one day. Um, I know. Well, let's not bury the lead on this podcast. Let's get straight into this. Oh, all right. You know, somebody could sit there and watch 24 hours a day of my band or me talking on YouTube. So there's a there's a level of familiarity that comes with that. Do you want to get your question out of the way now? I was just going to ask if I could. Mm. Uh, what is this 30 days? Oh, you see, this is where we're going with this too. Okay, so... Yes. Were you going to go with that? Yeah. Okay, he wait. started this fucking new project. So, wait. Pumpkin, pumpkins Patch is where Steve goes full um, fanboy over mm. the pumpkins. Yeah. Full Rain Man. Yeah. So, I'm asking because I follow Billy Corgan on Twitter. Yeah. And he is posting these things 30 days and asking... Uh. Fans to pick songs, I, or there's Periscope involved. I have yeah, no idea what's going on. There's, I've been ignoring the most of the. There's lots. Of, he's gone on a. It's, the concept actually is a little bit worrying. Like it's kind of like Billy finding the real America, and he kind of has these tendencies towards conspiracy theory, sort of stuff. Like he was into chemtrails, and he was talking about how Apple and the American government are conspiring to control what you see in your news feed and, and thus control how you think. So he's gone on a 30-day mission to explore real America, which, you know, fuck me. But anyway, so basically means heading down south towards where people are very discriminatory towards other people slash real America. But it's kind of been interesting so far. Like, they've been putting these summaries up, like sort of seven, eight-minute summaries of each day just kind of the highlights and also showing off a bit of the social media stuff. But he went, a few days ago, he like went and visited one of his aunties and kind of talked quite a lot about his family. And it was actually quite interesting and like non-bullshit, non-conspiracy theory. It was just about him and his family and his grandparents and his father and stuff. And how much does this have to do with wrestling? Oh, yeah, he keeps making jokes that like fish and... Scarecrows and shit look like some wrestlers I've never heard of. 
But yeah, there was, and there's this one bit. They <laughs> that used, fish looks like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the joke. There's this one bit they they cut it out even as the intro of the episode, and it's like Billy going, you know, when I was like six, they tested me at grade nine level for music, and I got the record level for Illinois. <laughs> like, so it's just like kind of a humble brag. But then he's just like, and then my dad like refused me getting musical instruction. I'm like, oh, oh my god. So again, it's it's pretty peak Billy. Like, uh, he knows he's good. Um, it's so yeah. It's I people can have a look at it. I think it's on YouTube. It's definitely on the. Smashing so is Pumpkins that all he's doing? Page. He's going to towns and talking about stuff. What does what does that have to do with the songs then? I does he know. play stuff he's as been, well? Yeah, plays chair been, rock. Yeah, he he's been like playing some covers and going to studios and just playing in front of train lines and stuff. And okay. It's a little bit like Year 12 VCE Media mm. Project. It sounds a little bit like it. Like, you know, it's like, mm. I'll just get you lying in an empty, like, field, and uh, can you jump up? And great, and can we get you, like, putting t- a food dye on some ice cubes, and now let's get you talking to your old high school teacher? And <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, I say that because those are the things I did for Year 12 Media. It does tend towards that a little bit. That better funded, like, every once in a while there's a hotel shot, and it's like... It's a nice hotel. Why do you have to leave the city to get to the real... Like, like I don't consent, consider Bendigo real Australia. Is it yeah, condescending doing that? Like, No, but it's just it tends that people that congregate around cities often tend to be educated and don't tend to be insane and tend to be to base how they live their lives off things like facts <laughs> <laughs> and as opposed to crazy... Wrestling? Bullshit and wrestling and, like, just being rich and famous and having people constantly kissing your ass. What would Billy have to do uh, for you to stop liking the pumpkins? Uh, anti-abortion. It's <laughs> 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 a little in-joke. It's a little in-joke, in but um, that would be hard to um, get behind. Like, I, this, he comes out with a lot of crazy stuff. Um, most of it's pretty. Most of it's harmless, though. It's just, just like a most bit of loony. it. Most of it doesn't concern me, and, and uh, you know it's fine. And if he wants to talk about chemtrails, and you know it's okay, he hasn't for a while. Um, but also, on this thing, he has been like ringing out one of his crazy radio pals and talking about getting the band back together or not, like the original band. No, he's. I've watched this. Yeah. So he said it. He goes, it, you know, it's looking good or whatever. Mm. And then the dude rings him up and yeah. he's like, that's not what I said. Yeah, you warped my... <laughs> yeah, no, he... It all... It, it all um, settles around Darcy, I guess. W- would you say... If they need... An, if they, but all this, all my complaining about Billy said, if they need a bass player... ThugMillsLife.com, whatever <laughs> our email is, let me know. I can, I can, I can do it. Do you go there? You just get an under construction and gift. It might surprise him to hear as well. I'm cheap. Would you say? <laughs> would you say that would be a good thing though? Like them, I, I'm I, flying to America to see it, regardless. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can't I imagine. It's, it's, I don't, I don't see yeah. it being great. I, 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 would, I couldn't I, imagine. I'd love to be wrong. I couldn't imagine. Uh, I'd love it to work for them. Yeah, but God. I couldn't imagine new stuff sounding good, but I no, think they're not going to do new stuff. They'll yeah. never do new stuff, but they might do that nostalgia tour that Billy yeah. said they wouldn't do. Oh, by the way, um, uh, I just saw that Interpol are doing a f- uh, yeah. the 15-year anniversary of Turn on, uh, Turn on the Bright Lights. We saw them in 2005, yeah. Metro up the top. Yeah, and I saw them before that. And that's 12 years ago. Yeah. Jesus, it was not worth 
My mum's generation had like you know the Beatles and yeah, and Rolling Stones. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. And we've got Interpol doing you know in New York Cares or whatever. Yeah, fifteen years at the Which corner. Which band was more disappointing ultimately, Interpol or Black Rebel Motorcycle Club? Uh, Black, Black Rebel for sure. Yeah, yeah. The first album the fir- was so good. There's one good song on the second one, and no, I don't, it wasn't. The, uh, no, the, <laughs> fir- the first track is all right. I mean, it's all right. Um, yeah. The first album is still stands up. That album kicks ass, um, and everything since was yeah massively disappointing. Yeah, I guess that Interpol album got worse after that like intro song, didn't it? Really? Once yeah. that um, Carlos dude was that the Carlos? Yeah, or Carlos? the bass player guy. Once he left, it was out. Mm, like that yeah. dude was. I cool like, yeah, the mustache was that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Bass and players, man. When they leave, band turns to uh-huh. shit. Uh huh. Billy, Weezer, I'm cheap. Weezer, I'm looking at Weezer. you. Weezer. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, Let's not complain about bands. We could do that all all night. Let's do it about our own band. That's right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we've actually got lots of band talk. This Sunday we're playing at the Tote with um, Mod Vigil and yeah. I hate saying this band's name. Home Omer. Honoma. Honoma. A fucking. Honoma. I don't get it. Yeah, just, um, it's easy to Google because you're only going to get them, but... And everyone playing at home, I'm providing the bass amp, so it's going to sound sick. And I don't, I get out of uh, bringing guitar amp, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, because there was no other bass amp. No one had any other option. Yeah, well... Uh, this is... And, and I was totally off the ball. Like, I just read it, you know, I totally forgot that we had to supply amps or something. I just... Yeah, so I felt bad that... I always feel bad when the band has to reach out to me saying, hey, can we... What are you doing for gear? I'm yeah. like, fuck, sorry, man. Like, I totally flaked on it. Actually, now we're talking about gear. The worksheet that we got for the other gig that we have, which is pretty cool, at the public bar next week, said um, full backline yep. provided, see next page, and then the next page says there's only cabinets provided, so we've got to check with them about that. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll send that email. Um, mm. Yeah, but so we're playing at the public bar on their one-year anniversary. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, my God. The Last Chance Rock and Roll. I, I probably don't agree with them not with changing the name because mm. it's such a hard thing after a year I still haven't caught on but Last Chance Rock and Roll Bar at the top near Queen Victoria Market which is kind of a weird end of town yep, it should sure. work on Wednesday nights because of the Queen Victoria Market night market or whatever but they they emailed me and they it was a really bizarre email they said hey what are you doing <laughs> yeah. do you want you guys got much on in February <laughs> you got much on and I said not really he goes well I'm thinking a semi-residency or a residency or just a one-off show I said yeah I can actually I reckon I can get together a pretty good lineup for a one-off show it's like yeah my wife hates me I can move in for a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then he goes, oh, well, I was actually hoping you would play our birthday party. I'm like, well, then say that. Yeah, like, why didn't you ask we'll just go, hey. And he goes, which date do you want? Um, we ha- we could have the Thursday, Friday, no, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And, I, and he didn't tell me any of the lineup. And I just mm. expected, like, we'd be the headliners, which is a sad state of affairs. And we're playing with Warped and yeah. Tankerville and someone else. Oh, my gosh, sorry. And the Hard Ons are playing the and next night. And Wicked City. We're Wicked playing City. with... Um, my favorite band from like 2004 and previous and the owner of my favorite venue in Melbourne and Wicked City. I Sorry, they're not my favorite anything. I like those <laughs> guys. They're nice guys though. Yeah. Cool shoes. I played a few shows with those guys in the past. I blew up an amp once borrowing Pat from Wicked City's um, cabinets. Hope it doesn't happen again. Have they been playing for years and years? Yeah, and years? yeah I think they a took a break time. and they've come back. And, yeah, Silence um, of Silence played with them. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah, but that's actually pretty cool. Um, and then we're playing March something, uh, maybe March 9th for um, the Zoe Damages. Yeah. So what she did, for those who aren't aware, is this photographer lady, and she 
went and did a show a night and documented it for a whole year. And then, this is the most the craziest part, she got every band name yeah. that she saw tattooed on her body. I yeah. didn't know that. So Thug Mills is on her wrist. Are you shitting me? No, Thug Mills is on her wrist. See, I've, I've got to take this up with Zoe because the photo of Thug Mills was just of me. So technically, she should have got Steve of Thug Mills tattooed wait, wait. on her arm. Wait, wait, just 300... <laughs> I'm going to bring that up wait. with her. She has like... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she sure does. She sure, I've seen, I ran into her on the train, like when she was like two sessions in. And I'm like, holy fuck! So she's th- done both my current Thug bands. Mills, tattooed and yeah, yeah. a yeah. band that's played six shows has done more podcast episodes than shows. Uh, wow. That's a cold, that's, that's a fact. That's a more commitment than I have to the band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But, I'm impressed. Well, we're also, and we probably can't say it yet because it's not really announced. It may not be mm. somewhere in Melbourne with a few Beijing bands. But oh, yeah. unrelated note: Carsick Cars from Beijing, Bird Striking, and, and Trey. No, who is it? I think it's Trey One. Um, is it Trey One? Trey Two. No, anyway. Um, Bird Striking. <laughs> I can't remember who the other band is. Oh no, plus something. Oh, White Plus, White yeah. Plus. Yeah. Um, they're all playing in Melbourne at like various venues, so that's worth checking out. Yeah, yeah. But we've been fucking busy making video oh, clips. Oh yes. my God. So we have uh, a number of clips that should hopefully be out soon whenever we get our stuff together. We are in the process of working out how we would like to release all these things that we have. Yeah, we, um, finally we filmed it all in China and now we've sent it back to China to digital processing. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see it in a while. Yeah. But is, I, honestly, we are the most... Uh, productive band, I reckon. Like we, we're doing what a lot of bands should do. Is like we, we haven't released. We're the, getting everything ready before we organize the release date to make sure we have the the tapes or the records mm. or the whatever. Also, so we can just drip feed um, yeah. clips out or whatever. You know, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like. I'm it. pretty stoked on that because we I haven't seen uh, you since China, more or less. Mm. Yeah, uh, I was out for all of November and then you left in December. Yeah, yeah. to piss off. We've got more burps on video than we do songs. That's oh, I've true. got so many recordings of you burping on my phone. I need to get rid of it. If my wife finds out, she will be like, who is this beautiful man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an MSG burp. <laughs> There's so much burping. and But Dante, yeah. you said burping is really, really good for yeah. you. You say that, I don't know. I've and farting. A- burping and farting is a sign of good health. I don't reckon I farted in two weeks. I, f- I reckon I farted. You, you are rotten on the inside, man. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, farting is good. It means that the bacteria that's breaking down, as a microbiologist, yeah. um, the bacteria is breaking down the food you're doing, and as they do that, they release hydrogen sulfide, which is the eggy smell, and that's a gas, so the gas has to be released from you. Um, and burping um, is a similar thing in your stomach. It's also trapped, because uh, when you eat, you also breathe in air. It's also yeah. releasing that. But it's also, it's just all digestion, so We're it's a good thing. We're going to have a new digestion section on... Um, digestion. Thug Mills podcast. The hardest, I've got a lot to talk about. The hardest... Uh, Spicy food. The hardest segment to say. Digestion. Digestion. Se- session. I'll make a jingle. <laughs> but I've got a friend who burps constantly. It's who's sitting right here, man. <laughs> Is it, I reckon it's the way they breathe in. I was like, it can't be normal to burp literally You know that Amy yeah, can burp? What does that mean? She sits there going... Yeah, <laughs> but Emmy can burp, oh, and she was knife. Emmy was actual. She was an inspiration to to Jess and I when it came mm. to burping because we were kind of like being very polite yeah, about burping. Be introduced but to it. she is like Emmy will just burp 
just as she needs, like no discretion, and it's wonderful. And actually, it changed my relationship between Jess and I. Like, it's opened up a whole new avenue in our lives, and we can burp openly and be proud of it. Next level communication. Yeah. Interesting to hear about you and your partner. Okay. Let's I get into knowing you some more. Has a drummer ever been nominated, let alone one Australian of the Year? Have you ever heard about a drummer curing cancer? Has a drummer ever saved your baby from a burning building? Didn't think so. And most people think drummers are a disgusting waste of human space and we are not here to disagree with them. But what we are here to do is to find out a little bit more about what makes these horrible, horrible creatures tick. So come on inside and let's pull up the drummer's stool. Let's hear about your trip, man. You're away for so long. Speaking about digestion stools. (laughs) (laughs) What were you doing? What were the highlights? What were the lowlights? Did you meet any crazies? Did you miss Steve's burps? Um, so as I said, uh, before, um, yeah, half the trip was a vacation, which was amazing. Got to go to a bunch of places I haven't been to before. And the rest was teenage boys. And the rest was me and 17, uh, 17 year olds. How um, many times did you dab? Oh, I'm, I'm not dabbing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing any, any of that stuff. No dabs, but I will meme. I'll, I'll get some memes going, some dank memes going. But, um, <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, it was it was good. They were really they were a really good group. Um, as I was saying to Stavros before, the life lesson I was trying to teach them um, bec- uh, was about awareness of their situation, like their their, their environment. So basically, you no, know, it's it's hard to do that with a bunch of teenagers. Um, just like you don't always have to be boisterous and loud and wrestle each other all the time, <laughs> especially when you're in St. Peter's, St. Basilica and the Vatican. And the most and important part of travelling overseas is pointing out venues that Smashing Pumpkins once played at. <laughs> and that's hell. why you are not a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> um, or a functioning member of society. <laughs> or a Kentucky yeah. tour guide. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, so it was a great, like, six weeks away. I just... Um, my only concern. I was talked about a lot, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So we, we met up with a bunch of friends and a friend of ours that, um, uh, Candace, uh, she has, Candace listens to this, right? She's heard, she, yeah, she yeah, has heard yeah, this. Hi, yeah. Candace. Oh, was great she knows to, how funny I am, yeah. so she keeps listening. Mm, it was great to hang out with you. Um, um, yeah, so we spoke, uh, um, this is obviously, I didn't speak about Steve to the boys because I don't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want them to feel court sp- ordered. <laughs> <the judges laughs> <Yeah. can't stop laughs> Steve oh, did yeah. this once in Italy. Don't do that. <laughs> Who is this, Steve? Um, um, yeah, um, just hanging out, just talking to, about Steve, and we all kind of said it would be great to get Steve to actually come because like we were, it was just a bunch of like, us friends hanging out. It's like, well, Steve should be here. So next time, Steve's only if Billy Corgan announces like a spoken yeah, word yeah, yeah. to her in Italy. <laughs> will Steve leave? Yeah, I was meant. I saw pumpkins in Italy. <laughs> no, wait. I was meant to, and it didn't happen. How do you do it? How do a tornado. You... How do you bring ev- them into every conversation? It's been like honestly since '95. It's just been nonstop. All right, here, here's a challenge. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna tell a story. Let's see what you got. Okay. My wife and I yeah. um, in January went to mm-hmm. Uluru, yeah. and it's a bizarre town because it's the only place I've ever been to where it's a whole. It's a, not a whole town. It's a. Yeah. It's accommodation built around a just one landmark. Like there's nothing else. The closest town's like. Three to six hour drive away. Yeah. Nothing there. Nothing happening. No music, no live music, no anything. Good luck. Well, that's in Australia and Billy Corgan dated a Veronica and one of them is Australian. And he is he rocks. <laughs> he he was looking at buying a house in Australia and he may have visited Ayers Rock if he did buy the <laughs> house in Australia. 
Where would he? Imagine if he lived here. It'd be like when the good Charlotte dudes lived here. Yeah. No one I'd, would care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about like? But if he brought one of his cats in, then it'd be a Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation. <laughs> but one of his cats died. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shot by zookeeper. <laughs> Dank memes. Dank memes. So hey, we haven't talked about how Lewis Hamilton lost the <laughs> one world championship either. That's just oh, because yeah, yeah. oh he did. <laughs> then we covered it. That's why you tuned I was, in. Did I have I I haven't told you I was literally <laughs> shaking at the end of that race. My hands were like <laughs> so exciting. Oh. Oh yeah. Are we gonna do another podcast at the Grand Prix this year? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to run that marathon again, um, oh but I'm not, I'm not <laughs> Why paying. Why would you do that to The Grand Prix is a bit later this year. Because so I told my wife time. I reckon I could sprint the whole way. I've also got a, an idea that I reckon I could quickly dunk, duck under the, the, the rope and pretend I'm winning. I <laughs> can just run the other way. And just pretend That's I'm, worth doing. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm just not going to... I know it's money raising money for kids, but like, <laughs> yeah, look, I'm not going to pay the money dollars. anyway. Like, I always think about the, the forty-hour famine and everything. Who gives a fuck if you eat or not? Just doesn't <laughs> matter as long as people pay. That's true. Just well, give me the fucking cash. That is um, an awesome segue to how you know you're an adult because I've got uh, a story for you. Okay. Gee, I can't wait till I go to high school. I love this song, Ugly Kid Joe. Yeah. And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Nearly as good as those Mr. Big singles with the big acoustic guitars in the early 90s. I really like them and Chris Isaac. Uh, we'll get oh, back we'll get I was back. 12 uh, and I, I loved all music before I, I got real snobby. I have nothing more to say about that. But why don't I not gaining weight when you're over there? That's a fair... Yeah, I, I, I lost weight. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed. Uh, a little bit lighter... Um, so you shaved your beard. Shaved, yeah. Yeah. Too short. No, I, this is what I, I, def, I have to do this every every couple of maybe like once every two months just to reset it, <laughs> to reset the the scraggliness of my beard. I think um, you yeah. look beautiful. Oh, thank you. All right, thank here's you. how you know you're an adult. Yeah. And uh, this is where I bring in statements that are 100% true on how you know you're an adult. Found 50 bucks in my elevator yesterday mm-hmm. in my apartment. You lost it a crown. You said to your butler, hey, Giles. <laughs> <laughs> when you're young, you'd pocket it. Mm. I said I said to my wife, I can't do this. I said, imagine if it's someone who lives in the building mm. and we we live in the building and we own, so we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Was it Greg Fleet? And they go, hey, I think I lost it when I pulled some stuff out of my pockets. Um I, and that was at 3 o'clock. And then 3.05, yours truly walks in. Yeah. He's clearly seen picking it up and putting it straight in his wallet. Yeah. So oh, I emailed okay. the building manager and said, I found some money. Not going to tell you how much. Not going to tell you where. But if anyone comes for it, give him my number. And he said, no, you got to hand it in to me. And I said, <laughs> I don't think I'm happy with this. I'm not willing to do this. Because uh, you'll just tell me that... And, and you could hear his mask going, oh, <laughs> in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then he had his thumb and his index finger out at me. Um, and so I said, well, I'm going to take it to the cop station. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is an yeah, adult yeah, you move. you pulled the cop card. Yeah, so I'm going to take it to the cop station because I think it's after six weeks or so that it will come back to me. Now, this is very recently with some absolute tragedies and horrible things have been happening in Melbourne. This has to be the lowest of their worries. Like When I go into the Spencer Street yeah. police station, say. Can I have fifty bucks? This fifty bucks back in six. Mm. No one's going to chase it. 
but the fact that I didn't just pocket it straight yeah. away means I'm an adult. I am. Um, when I, uh, I think I was visiting Stavros when he lived in Richmond, mm. I was walking down the street and I found a Irish passport and 150 oh, yeah. bucks on Baker Street, Richmond, <laughs> which is not a place where you want to lose money because yeah. uh, that stuff was gone. I took it to the police station um, straight away. It's basically just syringes around yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of syringes. Um, and... Uh, yeah, actually, it was like the least of their worries. They were like almost accusing me of uh. owning this stuff. I'm like, no, I'm giving it to you because I found it. And it's like a whole bunch of questions. Anyway, the guy like the next day had gone to the police station and then I left my number and he called me up and he was like so incredibly thankful. He's like, I, there's nothing, you know, I can say to thank you. I'm going to send you that money. I'm like, no, man, like you don't have to do that. And mm. like three days later, he sent me that 150 bucks and like, no way to return it. Like I, I felt really bad. Like I was. You got 150. Yeah. Because once I found, I was playing at the old bar, and I went back to my car, and I found someone's wallet, and I like checked their license, and it was Doctor somebody. So I googled their name. Wait, is Doctor on a driver's license? Yeah. What? Yeah. But, Even like, just like doesn't a PhD? say he's a doctor of what. Yeah, yeah. But he worked at some fancy dancy fucking bullshit research it wasn't thing. Doctor Carl. In, it was still when I was living in Richmond. It wasn't Doctor Carl. Oh <laughs> man, imagine that. And, I've got um, Doctor Carl's phone number. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really do. But yeah, so it was near to my work and so I basically rang his office up and said I found I'm pretty like oh, I googled his name and I found where he worked and I rang the office up and I said I found this guy's wallet, can you put me through? Then I went and met him and he basically was like then he's like he went to the ATM and was going yeah, he wanted to like give me cash and I was like, "Oh, that's uh. but then I was like, look at that shirt." Like that shirt's worth a couple hundred yeah. bucks. But it's like, it's okay, also I'll not worth money. waiting in an ATM. Like it was weird. Thanks, it was weird. That said, I probably would have pocketed that fifty. You should do that thing that like that I'm gonna do <laughs> when um I win the lotto. We I ring someone up and say, "Hey man, I've got to move. Can you come help me?" And if they say yes, oh, yeah, I go, yeah, "Hey, yeah. you know, here's a thousand bucks or whatever." Thanks. So oh, much. you're pulling a Willy Wonka. Yeah, pulling. But so I do the same. I'm like, "Hey, doctor." Mm. I'm just from Red Cross. Um, would you like to donate some mm. money or blood? And he's like, no, get out of my face. I hate every charity. I'd mm. never donate to anything. And you say, well, actually, here's your, that sound is me cutting up your license. <laughs> you should have come to our show at the old bar. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what so we Watch, should do to fans. <laughs> like, like our movie on YouTube. <laughs> would you ever call anyone who likes your music a fan? No. I mean, I call them moron. <laughs> <laughs> a piece of shit is what I call yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I don't think I've ever really. I've had just had people that have tolerated it. <laughs> have you ever had anyone who really liked your band? A few of them, yeah. yeah I, I've, I've, is it there's people? I've, there's people who really like Midnight Wolf. Midlife like, Wolf, as someone I'm, called it. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah. I I was at a tram stop not too long ago, and someone said, "Hey, were you in that band?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, that's me." A Midlife Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! It's about my story now, don't I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's anyway, just too good. Someone so recognised me at a tram stop. I got recognised for a band. I was in 2006, but I and we stopped playing 2007, I think. And in one day, uh, I hadn't had anything for eight years. Yeah. Two people came up to me at different times. I was like, "Were you in that band?" Oh my god! I used to love that <laughs> band. And the story had gotten bigger and bigger. So someone's like, "I used to love that band." I, I saw you once do a 40-minute set. You played two songs. And spoke the rest of the time, and then yeah. someone else later at the tote came up and was like, "Oh my god, you're in that band! I saw you once. You didn't even play a song. You just spoke for forty minutes." I'm like, <laughs> none of that happened. 
at all. I when I was away, like guitar taking work, and um, someone came up and they were like, "Oh, yeah, can we do an interview with the artist that I was away with, or whatever?" And then they're like, "Oh, are you going to be in the interview too?" Like clearly not knowing what the fuck was going on. I'm just like, "No," <laughs> but I have been forced into signing something in a similar situation where they're like, "Can you sign it?" I'm like, "You don't want me to sign this," and then they're like, "Sign it." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah." Cool story. I, I, then I found five bucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> you met Gadinsky. I sure did meet Gadinsky. So we're, you know how my mind works. That means yeah, we're, we're signed, fucking signed. signed up. Mushroom with neck. They like we're probably on next week's neighbors. Mm. But yeah, I was I was shoving my face full of salmon from the catering and um like a bear and you know, like literally <laughs> just like sitting there like going, oh, I've got a lucian gonna like I it was can't one of those talk things eating. that yeah, so it was it, it was yeah, can't talk eating. And so it was we got there at I don't know, a little bit after midday and kind of started getting set up and then realized, you know, I found where the catering tent was and they go in and ate lunch and like, you know, lunch and like dessert and lunch dessert and then kind of worked for like, you know, as it be an hour and a half, whatever. And then at 4.35 o'clock when we were just getting ready to leave, they're like, dinner's up. And so I'm like, but I just ate. But I went in there and I checked it out and there was salmon and more cheesecake and stuff so I I'm sitting there stuffing my face full of um salmon I got introduced to Gedinsky. I like your moxie kid you yeah, but he's like get out yeah why he's I, I this one of the he reminded me of the um the like I kind of knew who it was because I'd seen the Molly movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah hi Samuel Johnson but yeah he patted me on the back and I was like that's practically a signature. <laughs> <laughs> if you left a fing- fingerprint on your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. And uh, you ate lots of meat, I guess. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, Did you yeah. eat any meat in Italy, you reckon? Accidentally? Bit of anchovy or something on a pizza? Mm, actually, I don't... Yeah, I, I did. I did. I did. Actually, uh, I did. Yeah. Um, at the in Copenhagen, um, yeah. they had it, and the hotel was staying. It was really, really nice. They had a mass like they do breakfast, like in Scandinavia. There was like a cheese, massive cheese section, a massive like breads, and like three different types of eggs. And I was, got the omelets. I'm like, there's there's specks of this kind of dark <laughs> stuff in in the omelet. I don't know what it is. Like it kind of looks like it could be something. Mm. Anyway, I'm eating. I'm like, this is God, fucking, yeah, it's del- fucking great, delicious. <laughs> yeah. And then. And I, I I finished eating. I'm like, what does that taste? Ah, oh, herring. <laughs> so I had oh, some herring. Wow. Um, and it was great. But um, uh, no. Apart from that uh, accidental deliciousness, mm. uh, I didn't eat any meat. So I went to Jim's Greek Tavern in Uroy. Amazing. So much garlic. Was there anything you missed about Australia when you were overseas? Jim's Greek Tavern. Uh, Jim's mowing right near the tote. <laughs> yeah, I missed. Can the we su- get sponsored by them? I missed oh. the, the subtle racism. Uh, that Australians have. Uh, I it's missed. not subtle. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, nothing at all. What about when you saw the video of Stavros eating squid chips with me at the Big Bash? Yeah, did you see that? Were you a little bit yeah, jealous? Not on Instagram. No, he no, just I, I, yeah, oh, just okay. No, I missed nothing and actually coming here is a big disappointment. What? Yeah, fuck this country. I put on a shirt oh. for you. I love you guys, but fuck this country. I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> like there's not... Are you going to move? Mean, is this what you're saying? 
No, 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 no. Like it's, it's fu- like, you know, it's. We've I, got it I so still, fucking good. Exactly. I, I agree. We have it so fucking good, but there's a lot of things that we don't have. And that said. Beer at a 7 Eleven. Uh, cheap. Like um, a government t- uh, tr- uh, treating you like an adult, like they do no, in many other countries. Yeah, but. Like, look, look at this. What was your guess you were. Ex- you can't trust Australians even when they're overseas. You well, can't trust them here. I don't know. Maybe maybe if, if Australians were given money. Well, I because- reckon we need a second Grand Prix. <laughs> well, see, Europe. Steve, if you lived in Europe, you could go oh to a Grand Prix every week. God, I just—I'm going to go to Singapore this year. I think. And you're going to meet up with your friends? Yeah, I've been talking about it with Sean. I'm seventeen-ish. Sure. October, I think seventeen-ish, maybe. Sean is, shows. and I'm, I'm honest. I think you listen to this, Sean. Um, and even though I've had no interactions with him, mm. zero, I couldn't. Yeah. If he said, hey, I'm Sean, I would have no idea. But there's something about him I feel like yeah. he's my best friend. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's uh, way cooler than you guys. It was, yeah, it, yeah, he is. It was, it was, I'm um, very, very happy that uh, Sean and Lucy were able to come on that trip uh, to Europe because. Lucy, you don't it. have good feelings about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Lucy's probably my second best friend and yeah. probably be, you know, in, in my wedding party if I am to remarry. All right, we're almost at the end, but I haven't, I've never, there's, I was on a bit of traveling with you. I never thought I'd go to China with you boys and it was mm. a life changing experience. But there's something I don't know about you guys, and I'm interested to hear. Mm. What are your thoughts mm. on Silverchair? <laughs> Great. Look, talk no, to no, him. No, no, no. You go first. All right. Um, I guess I'll, like I can't. I, I don't care. I, I won't listen to Silverchair. That said, they were incredibly inspirational when they. Um, I know where you're going with this, but um, they were incredibly inspirational to me uh, because uh, I remember watching them on. Nomad, like the show which they got, they won the thing on SBS. If that, that's right, I like Silverchair first, is what he's saying. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I was like, I, I've been watching that and going, yeah. holy shit, these guys are young. They're like my age or one year old or whatever, whatever they were, and then forming a band because knowing that those guys were young and could have a band, mm. and but at the same time going, well, I also like Nirvana and I like Nirvana better. Well, my name is Steve and. <laughs> My member number in the Lama Appreciation Society, the Silver Chair Fan Club, was one nine one one. I'm pretty I sure. did not know you. This is are, are you shitting me? No, I really have he, no idea. He is Silver Chair fan number one one nine since like ninety four. Huge, what? massive. Oh yeah. He even has all their shit albums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Massive fan. What's I, that? Um, my grandparents and my parents are all from like Newcastle area so it got to the point my sister and I were big fans in 94, 95, 96 and so we had all the old phone books so we figured out where their parents lived and shit and like we'd visit their house when we were in Newcastle and um, I know where Daniel John's house is now and like I was in the fan club for years saw all their gigs for a long time thought they they were a great band I had his number too I used to message him from China (laughs) he'd reply he's pretty funny (laughs) Yeah. He's got a neck tattoo now. Oh, true. And he's constantly in the paper for being like the, the Nolsey of Newcastle. Well, he's just like it's just the the um, Murdoch press and photographers after him, and because he's talented and good enough to have earned himself enough money to never have to work again, and he's damn well enjoying it. They're also they're just like because he can get drunk on a Wednesday afternoon like everyone wants to. They send a photographer to, pho- to photograph him doing that and then they print it. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I didn't buy. I was gonna buy a Daniel John solo album, but then it came out on a major label, and it was sixty bucks on vinyl. And fuck it, I don't care. So you're still. It's the weirdest band for me, and I'll play it as we play some karaoke. Mm. I honestly had no idea you were such a big fan. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Number one hit. Yeah. I'm more of a Nanazami kind of guy, but anyway. I I distinctly recall when this song came out, and just the. The first thing I thought was that the drummer got a whole lot better really quick, um, and I was—I actually oh, used to maybe. the little solo that he does. I used to Your put that on on repeat because I didn't know how he did it. Really? Um, that, which year was this? 96? Um, yeah. Just learning how to play drums and just listening to this and going, "Oh shit, it's really yeah. good." The, the band is really interesting because David Jones got super arty, and the other guys just like, "I'm a surfer and I'm yeah. going to marry a maniac." Yeah. Like, yeah. Is this the song yeah. they played on Letterman live on the roof? No, it was the MTV award. Thing. There we go. Yeah. There you go. See? Well, Super fan number 1197. As cool as you. <laughs> He's got this like crazy Ibanez guitar clip. As cool as you. Is this, this, this had two different film, film clips or two different edits of the same film clip? There is because Body and there's... Because then tomorrow, no, freak well, yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> but the, there is an, there is a different edit of this because there's Body less nurse in one of the edits I'm for America. The hundred percent sure because I tape both versions off Rage. To be different, <laughs> you get a different disease. See, it's fucking in there. Did you like when he did it to live and he did the death passion. metal vocals? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, and, and I remember him uh, trying to go through a kick drum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <family. laughs> yeah that was uh, before this. Um, oh free. I was oh, um, Tim Rogers, the Arias, and Nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we found a new segment. I'm a free. Oh, wait. I'm gonna learn a heap of incorrect oh, facts yeah. about Silverchair every week from now on. <laughs> every podcast we do. How to put on a cool show. The name is Malcolm. <laughs> Was as boring as they this is actually multitasking. He's not listening to us, but he is. And <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. It's critique, cr- critiquing us and singing. Only I could be as cool as you. I saw yeah, them. so that, that little See, triplet that he does. Fuck I used to, like, how is he doing that? I'm the, like, yeah, yeah, they were very good for their age. Like This was when they were like 17 they yeah. recorded this. The tour they did, I saw this tour at Festival Hall, I think something for Kate and Magic. Dirt supported it was one of Raoul's first show with Magic Dirt and apparently he was drunk as shit but I loved it and at the end that little like just kind of went into the crowd like stage diving but without stage diving it was are the days of you guys getting real fucked up before a show totally over god no you should have seen me at PJ on the weekend (laughs) I was obnoxious you weren't playing though were you oh playing right no not really if it's a show that uh, is convenient to me like Getting there and getting back, yeah. I'm having a no, show. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. playing a show. Yeah. Oh man, I nah, I like getting I learnt, a buzz on now. No, yeah, a buzz. But I learned my lesson about not getting wasted. Yeah, you just no buzz on is fine. You just yeah. don't want to be too throthed from drinking yeah, too much beer for sure. That's yeah, I, I played a show at the Luau once uh, with Wolf where we walked in and they said, "What do you want to drink?" And, yeah. and they just gave us one of the you know like twenty seven dollar uh, martinis for free, like cocktails yeah. for free. Drank one of those and they gave us a slab of beer and I drank almost a half of it and it was maggoted and lost the beat a number of times and just I, I after that I'm like there's no way I'm because yeah. at that point you're looking at your limbs go just do what yeah. I want and it's for a band that like that where the beat is the most important thing yeah yeah it's pretty uh, disgraceful 
Yeah, but PJ Harvey, let's get into it mm, before we go. No, there was just like there was moments when I was like could realize my like woo, we were like bouncing off the shell of the um, music bowl. <laughs> she stopped the band and was tapping her she foot. Stopped the band and like, who's that guy? I need a new bass player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with Billy Corgan. Yeah, I'm, he's friends. With, are you friends with Billy? Was the show great? Oh, it was amazing. It was so great. Yeah. What's what's what was so amazing about it? Uh, it was very different to pretty much every gig I've ever seen. It sounded great. Crowd was fantastic. Like, well, except one douche. <laughs> no, it was everyone was happy. Everyone was quiet when she was playing. Everyone was rapturous in between. No one told me off for standing on their damn blanket or anything. Mm. Um, Did someone yell out like the last time we saw her? Hey, PJ, you're really cool. So much cooling. What do you recommend? Well, thanks. To, we're going to ditch karaoke in 2017 and just play oh, Silverchair songs. Yeah, and get your well, facts on them. We can have the pumpkin segment, the silver chair segment, and I mean we've hinted at having an ash segment. I guess <laughs> <laughs> we already did an F one segment. Um, oh, yeah, a pedal segment. Just indulging you in yeah, your absolute obsessions. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, Emmy and Amy and Jess and Sean. I guess and Sean's partner. I forgot her name. Ken. Lucy. Lucy. Um, yeah. yeah. Arrivederci.